Hello, this is Catherine, and you're listening to The Thoughtful Runner. A quick episode this time, as I have a rather stinky cold. For a nomadic pastime such as running, it's heartening to find yourself unable to resist connection with others. This episode I shall title Friend. A few weeks ago, I stood waiting for the traffic in a twilight fog on the Euston Road crossing. Sometimes you get a clean run through there, but at other times, every light, every strand of traffic from every direction seems to conspire against you. I was trying to relax and switch off, listening to a podcast and letting the cars and people swim about me, my body just carrying me through the motions after a very long day. Yet, as I waited, my eyes snapped onto one of the cyclists paused at the crossroads going south. What was it? Our eyes met, we connected, we smiled to one another. The lights changed and he was gone. What caused this magical understanding through the gritty city air? Well, it was a t-shirt. As you may have noticed from the earlier episode titled Threads, I'm not one particularly concerned with the latest running fashions. But upon seeing that cyclist wearing the very same t-shirt as the one I had, unthinkingly, pulled on about ten minutes earlier, a light bulb went on in my head. Here is a friend, I thought, and I think he thought so too. For he had been there, somewhere amongst the crowds of Edinburgh runners on that May Day some nine years ago. It was early and cold. The morning had lain thick with mist, like a carpet. No, like curtains. I remember lining up at the start, hungover and lonely and sad. And then the race through the seeping Scottish weather, tired feet plodding wearily, muffled by the damp air. We passed by the silent sea, and only towards the end did the mist start to blow off, the sun penetrating the cloud, causing brick and tile to glow. At the end, a medal and a change of top. Edinburgh Half Marathon, the cyclist T-shirt had said. Friend, said something in me. We had a shared past, and the past, that grey day, which actually turned out rather sunny, had more meaning for that reason. Then last week, in conversation with a healthcare professional, we came upon a mutual love of running for relaxation. It's funny how, when you meet another runner, an instant connection is made. There are those who think you're mad to run, around whom you play down your hobby, or to whom you only justify the physical or health benefits. And then there are those with whom, in finding a mutual compulsion to run, you find the complicity of a secret. The mental health benefits probably far outweigh the physical ones for someone like me but it's something you blush to explain to those more conservatively or less physically inclined. Earlier this week in a job interview, a conversation came up in which I mentioned I run. Oh, what sort of running, was the response. Two minutes later, a well-thumbed book about ultra-runners was thrust into my hand. Oh, borrow it, I have two copies, said my interlocutor. Reading and running, I thought, this is a good sort of person, surely. And in addition to the signs that transport us to a certain place or the conversations around mental health that reaffirm your instincts as to what's good for you. Running connects us to complete strangers, forcing us to empathise with the hill they're climbing, the weather they're fighting, and the expression on their face. Indeed, we might feel a little closer to whatever their inner struggle is too. And even if we're not, the sensation of connection is surely fundamental to understanding that. We may run into the ether, pursuing a romantic silhouette version of ourselves against the setting sun, But what we get is the ability to explore other people's endeavours through a physical experience entirely our own. And just as I'm inclined to relate a physical journey to the mental one, I'm sure that extends to you too and your sympathy for others. Running in a group doesn't always work for me. 
Last time I did that on a regular basis, I was so busy trying to outrun a group of tall male colleagues that my tummy would lapse into cramps for hours afterwards. I enjoyed the competition and definitely became a faster, stronger runner though. And I had a laugh in between breaths. Whenever I pass our regular routes now, I always think of those people and feel warmly about them. In marathons, I prefer to be alone, for the purposes of just allowing the mind to switch off and function on a more basic level. It's not that I find running with others is a bad experience, just different. I did a marathon a couple of years ago with my cancer survivor sister, but it was one of the hardest I'd ever done, simply because I think we were just both aware of one another's struggle, in addition to our own. Still, it was completely worth it for the feeling of crossing the finish line together. Two triumphant hands joined in the air, best marathon finish ever. When I run alone, I feel more connected to myself, but I also feel more connected to others. My mind, if occupied with anything, takes the opportunity of this quiet time to think about the relationships I have, the events of the day, and the needs and perspectives of others. In short, I think this little bit of alone time makes me a better, more connected member of society. And if you listen to this podcast regularly, chances are you feel the same too. So thank you, friend, and I'll see you out there.